0: Welcome to the story behind her success with Candy O'Terry, presented by Boston Women in Media and Entertainment, sponsored by Tech Health Boston.
1: October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so we're shining a light on the fight against this disease. And we're also celebrating the incredible work done every day by a Massachusetts-based nonprofit called the Ellie Fund which provides essential support services to breast cancer patients to ease the stresses of their everyday life. If you'd like to find out more about it, just go to elliefund.org. While there are new drug therapies that enable women to live so much longer, breast cancer statistics remain the same. One in eight women in the United States will be diagnosed with breast cancer in her lifetime. And every 65 seconds, someone hears the words, you have breast cancer. Today's story is about a woman who couldn't believe it when she heard those words. She was only 33 with a thriving career in the world of finance. Alexis Flanagan, welcome to the show. Thank you, Candy. I'm so happy to have you here. Thanks for having me. Take me back to January, 2017. You were on a business trip when you started feeling some kind of swelling in your left breast.
2: I travel a lot for work over the years, I'd never taken anyone with me. It was a Florida trip. It was January. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to bring my mom on this trip. Let her enjoy the pool a little bit while I'm working. When I came back from a meeting, I noticed a lot of swelling and I mentioned it to her. And she said, you know what? When we go back to Boston, you better get yourself into the doctor. I really didn't think anything of it. I wasn't in pain, only the swelling. So I met with the doctor, they did some tests, and I found out it was breast cancer. And obviously, that was pretty shocking. Right. But I thought, you know what, this is going to be a tough year, I'm going to get through it, and I'm going to move on with my life. And then I was referred to Dana-Farber by a family friend, and then found out that it was stage four, and that it had metastasized. What a scary thing to have happened to you at 33. Stage
1: four breast cancer. That means that the cancer had metastasized spread to other parts of
2: your body. What was going on in your mind when you heard those words? I didn't hear it. I felt like I almost blacked out. It was an outer body experience. And I actually had to have the doctor say it a couple different ways to me so I understood what it meant. I thought that it was going to be an early stage breast cancer. To be honest, I thought there was a cure for breast cancer. I thought that people lived on and you had surgery, you had treatment, and then That was that, and you kept going. I had no idea that if it spread beyond the breast that it was considered currently incurable. They have a lot of great medications and treatments right now, but still to this day, there's not a cure for breast cancer when it metastasizes. Is
1: there any history of breast cancer in your family? No history, no family history at all. And isn't it just amazing that 85% of cancer diagnoses these days, there is no family history. Boston is home to the best cancer care in the world. Mm-hmm. So you headed to Dana-Farber. Yes. Tell us about your care team and your treatment plan.
2: Oh my gosh. They are amazing. I was so fortunate to get into the hands of Dr. Ann Partridge and her team, Phil Porvu, of course, all of the amazing nurses. When I walked in there, I was terrified. I thought my life was over. I thought that everything that I had dreamed of was just crumbling away. I think the the hardest part about a diagnosis with stage four breast cancer is that you just can't see the path ahead of you. You're so scared. You don't know what chemotherapy is going to be like. You don't know if you're going to be around in a year. They created an amazing plan. They were very realistic. They were very hopeful. You felt so supported in there that you could just move forward with the process. You could go through treatment and know that they had you. They really got you in there. I go in once every three weeks still for maintenance treatments. I see them regularly. It really is a family in there, from all the chemotherapy nurses to the tenants who take the cars downstairs to park them. It's a very warm place. And if you have to go through this experience, I'm just so fortunate that I live in Boston and I have the care of, of Dana Farber and Dr. Partridge.
1: Dr. Ann Partridge is also known for her treatment of women under 40 with breast cancer. So you're fortunate, like you said, are under her care. The other thing about Dana-Farber is that
2: they treat the whole patient. We're talking about body, mind, and spirit. Absolutely. They treat the whole family. It's not just me. When I go in for meetings, if my parents or my sister come in with me, they address all of us. They have resources to help the patient and my whole family, friends, if anyone wants to come in and speak to a social worker, or if they're having a tough time grasping what's, what's happening with the patient. They have resources for everyone. It's a really unique and wonderful place.
1: It is very difficult, nearly impossible to fight cancer alone. Your little sister, Kelly, jumped right in, along with your parents. Tell me about your family and what they've done for you.
2: They're amazing. Obviously, we are a very close family. It's just the four of us. But going through an experience like this has really brought us all together. I can't even imagine what it's like to be them. If this was happening to my sister or my parents, I don't think I could handle it. You know, when it's you, you can take on these challenges. You know, you're so thankful it's you and not not a loved one. Someone you love. The three of them will rotate around. If I'm having a moment, someone comes in and picks me up. My sister lives in Boston. She came to every treatment that I had, my mother and my father, it's just knowing that you can be your authentic self when you're having a really tough time that you can be you and express it and get it out and move forward. And I think a lot of patients feel like they have to be positive all the time. And I truly think it is helpful. You know, look at that glass half full. It's hard. But when you are having a bad day, it's <laughs> it's OK. You know, we get so many images and messages that you have to be a warrior. You have to be so brave. Yeah, we are brave. We are strong you can have those quiet, tough moments too and push through them. 18 rounds of chemotherapy,
1: no radiation, no surgery. Tell me why your doctors decided not to remove this tumor.
2: The tumor was a size of a plum. They decided because it had spread to my lymph nodes and into a part of my spine that surgery would just be another ordeal. It would be you know, cutting the open since the body now recognizes the cells in different parts of the body now, that it wouldn't make sense to just cut out the tumor because it had already moved and if it multiplies, it sees the cells in different parts of the body. So there's
1: no Isn't point it amazing open. how we've figured all of this out? We've come yeah. so far in the treatment of breast cancer. Mm -hmm. That stage four breast cancer is no longer a death sentence. Mm -hmm. You are living Mm -hmm. with breast cancer.
2: I am. I was diagnosed almost three years ago, which is pretty amazing. I was at a conference this weekend at Dana-Farber hearing about all the new drugs that are coming out down the pipeline. And I'm still on my first line of treatment three years out. It's pretty amazing. I'm on a clinical trial right now. I feel great, I feel strong and I work full time still. I travel. I'm living a full life. I'm still going in for treatments and it's like having a second job. You manage it. It's the new normal and by walking around no one would ever know that this is what's happening.
1: I tell you what, you look really fantastic Thank and you. look at the camera right there. Oh she looks pretty much the camera Good, in there. Yeah. <laughs> Along the way, you found out about an incredible Massachusetts-based nonprofit, which is called the Ellie Fund. What did they do for you?
0: Please support our sponsors. They make this show possible. These days, more and more people are working from home. When your computer breaks down, you lose business. This is Dave Elmation, president of TechHelpBoston.com. Our tech experts will come to your home or office to fix your computer. Same day, next day, and weekends too. More than 30,000 families and businesses have trusted us since 2000. You can trust TechHelpBoston to keep your computer and systems running right. Call 781-484-1265 or visit TechHelpBoston.com. That's TechHelpBoston.com.
2: When you first start off as a patient, you're just going through the treatments. You don't even think about resources that are available to you. You're just so focused on getting better. But that first year after treatment, I work full time. I support myself completely. There are a lot of great organizations, but a lot of them are income or need-based. I need the help sometimes. They provided me with six months of grocery cards. And I did it for that first year after treatment, and I actually did it this year as well. So a full year of grocery cards, which have been so amazing. The form's so simple. They make it very easy to apply. I was thrilled when I was able to be approved for it. It's been very, very helpful. Services also include nutritional, like you said,
1: grocery assistance, transportation to medical appointments, childcare, light housekeeping, prepared and delivered meals, integrative therapies, and everything I've mentioned is all free of charge to help ease the patient's burden while they're in treatment. So if this sounds good to you and you're listening to our show and you'd like to make a contribution, we would really be appreciative if you could. Just go to elliefund.org. That's E-L-L-I-E fund.org. And now you are on a clinical
2: trial. How are you feeling? Because you look pretty good. I feel great. So the drug is called Ibrance. And for any other women that are listening right now that are fighting this disease, so I'm HER2 positive, and this drug is available for women right now that are HER2 negative. The drug's doing so well, and there's some great studies that have come out that show that it can possibly help women with HER2 positive. So they want to see if this drug will do well, not just with HER2 negative, but also HER2 positive. And I've been on it since August of 2017. I do get a little bit tired at the end of a cycle. I take um, one pill every day for 21 days and then I have a week off. I pretend it's just a vitamin and it's gonna help me feel better. It's a mindset when I take these drugs. I feel good, I, I really do. I'm, I'm not just saying it. I I feel pretty good after this whole experience. How did you get your life back? It's a process. I worked part-time during this treatment. The first round, I did 18 rounds of Taxol, worked from home a little bit, but it really was the full year, the next year. It's tough. People's lives move on. You know, people get married, they have children, maybe they get that promotion and you almost feel a little bit stuck. I felt like I was moving in a really great direction and you do have to take a beat and it's tough. You know, even being out with your friends, you feel a little different than you did before just try to be kind to yourself. I'm very aware of it. Things are different, but the best thing you can do is just keep pushing forward. I tried exercising. That was a big focus mentally and physically. When I initially was diagnosed and Googled stage four breast cancer, I did not see anything very positive or hopeful. And again, this was three years ago. So they've made some amazing strides just within these last three years. When I Googled it, it was very sad and scary, and I was determined when I got better that I was going to go into the gym and start weightlifting, and I really wanted to show other women, no matter what stage you are, that you can physically be strong again. And that first year out of chemotherapy, I was determined, and I was in there four to five days um, when I felt well and got really strong and did the squatting rack and I was in there with the guys and it was scary but it was amazing to see the, the physical changes as well as the emotional and mental changes and I highly recommend doing as much or as little exercise as you can to just keep yourself moving in,
1: in the right direction. Adversity is a great teacher. My father used to say that all the time. What have you
2: discovered about yourself in the last few years? Mm-hmm that I don't give up no matter what comes at me. It might not be pretty. It might take me a little bit of time to wrap my head around things, but I'm always gonna push forward. And I'm just so grateful to have amazing friends and family. I guess that's what I've also learned is that I have amazing people in my life who will never let me down. You just don't realize it until something like this happens and no one gets out unscathed. I try to focus on that when I'm having a tough day. People go through so many difficult and stressful and tragic things in their lives and you just don't know when it's going to happen. We're doing okay and it's a choice on how you want to move forward and spend your time and it's easy to have those dark moments, but just keeping keeping positive, pushing through it and surrounding yourself with the right people has been such a help. Has your outlook changed on life? Do you see things differently now through a different lens maybe? I think time is the most important thing now. You know, before being younger and starting my career, it's like, ooh, you know, getting that great dress or maybe working hard and taking that amazing trip. And yes, those are so important, but really spending the time with the people that matter. Friends through this experience have been unbelievable, but you also go through a moment where, you know, sometimes people can't show up and you know what, that's okay. They have their own stuff going on, but it really helps you streamline who you want in your life going forward. The people that are here are the ones that I want, and they're going to be the ones that I'm hanging out with going forward, you know. Definitely time is so precious.
1: If you could take a woman who has just heard the words, you have breast cancer, stage four breast cancer, Mm -hmm. by the hand and tell her something, you know, maybe she's just been Googling all day and she is scared to death. Mm -hmm.
2: Alexis, what do you say to her? I'd say you are allowed to have your freak out moment. Just have that moment. Try to process it. It might take a day. It's not going to take a day. It's going to take a few weeks. It might take a month. There is so much hope out there. I want to show other women that I'm living a full life. Just look at what's happened in the last few years. So many new drugs have come out that if you're going to get this disease, this is the time and space to be in it. And there's so many amazing opportunities to continue to feel well, exercise routines, new opportunities to connect with other patients where before I think you were just so isolated and people didn't really talk about it. I think that it's no longer a death sentence that you have time to come up with a plan. Getting in front of the right doctors, having that right team surrounding you is the next step that you need to focus on. But just know that It's going to be okay. It's going to be a different road than you initially had thought what your life is going to look like. You're going to be okay, but it's going to be a journey, but you still have a lot of life to live. At this moment, at this time in your life, what does success mean to you? Success means spending time with the people that I love, planning for events that are coming down the pipeline, things to look forward to. Maybe it's taking a small trip around Boston or a big trip to Europe. Just having things to look forward to with the people you love is the most important thing to me right now. And feeling well, feeling strong, keeping my my mental space in a good place, and but also being kind to yourself. We have so many negative thoughts that run through our minds when you're healthy. So when you're going through something traumatic, it's so easy to just really be hard on yourself and why aren't I doing better? Or Why don't I look a certain way? Or why isn't my career going here? Just breathing and knowing it's gonna be okay and just keep going. Don't be so hard on yourself. Alexis Flanagan, I wanna say thank
1: you so much for taking the time and sharing your story today. I'm sending you my love and my prayers for your health and your happiness always. Thank you so much, Candy. This is an amazing
2: opportunity. I really appreciate it.
0: Thanks for listening to the story behind her success with Candy O'Terry. This is a series with one goal in mind, to shine the spotlight on women doing great things with their lives. We hope these weekly stories will motivate and inspire you. If you'd like to suggest someone for Candy to interview, she'd love to hear about her. Connect with her anytime on Facebook, Twitter, and her website, CandyOterry.com. That's C A N D Y O T E R R Y.com. You'll find all of these links in the show notes. What's your story?